Hey everybody, welcome to Life Talk Radio. I want to do a show today that it's something that I've been researching and looking at a lot of numbers this week, and it's something to do with human trafficking, but it's a different group of youth that I don't see a lot of people wanting to talk about. And I also don't see a lot of the uh, advocates and groups even bringing up uh, these numbers are this uh, group of children who are, you know, put into sex trafficking in the United States. You know, if we talk about demographics, you know, traffickers uh, always target individuals with a lack of strong supportive networks and family, financial strains. Uh, They also kind of go, you know, they go after kids that have been in violent past. Uh, They also who, I guess, are not... um, maybe not in the in crowd or, you know, they're, they're always targeting these children who um, are kind of loners and out there. And then if you talk about, um, you know, just youth and sexuality, you know, you have a lot of kids that consider themselves to be, or identify themselves to be lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, you know, a lot of them are questioning what they even are. And, this makes them to a high risk of sex trafficking. And we're talking about the kids of the LGBTQ movement. Um, we don't really, we don't really talk a lot about that in uh, human trafficking. Um, of course, p- people that don't even know what sex trafficking is, you know, it's modern day slavery. It's, it's happening in the United States. Uh, sex traffickers are using violence, threats, lies, bondage, which when I say bondage, debt bondage, um, they coerce these people into commercial sex against their will. And um, it's happening. And then these are kids that are under 18. Um, it's happening all over the world, but mainly in the United States, it's, it's happening and been happening for the past 20 years. It's just getting a lot of attention in the past few years. But I mean, these numbers are mind blowing. Um, when you talk about how, you know, 40% of homeless youth that identify themselves as LGBTQ are, are in, in sex trafficking, you know, it's, it's just amazing. And then you also got 46% of these children that are running away from home because of family rejection. And then, you know, seven and a half percent or more, more likely to experience uh, acts of sexual violence from their uh, heterosexual peers. And then, you know, about three and a half percent are engaged in um, survival sex. And, you know, what survival sex is, even with prostitutes, and now you're talking about these young youth um, that are even questioning their sexuality. You know, survival sex is just basic needs. They're trying to get the basic needs you know, shelter, food, uh, drugs, you know, cause most of them get to a point to where they become addicts and, uh, in hell they're even using survival sex for toiletries. And, and it's amazing how a lot of uh, adults and people don't really want to talk about that. And, and they really don't even want to talk about sex trafficking or labor trafficking or anything else going on in their cities. And, and as far as Alabama goes, 
you got to think this is going on everywhere. It's in every city. It's all, you know, it's throughout the United States. Yes, you're finally getting to see some media of a lot of U.S. Marshals using task force to find um, a lot of kids and the kids that were missing. You know, Georgia, I think, started it off. And I read it this morning how another group, I believe in Indianapolis with a task force, got eight missing kids or eight kids from a uh, human trafficking ring. But the only reason Georgia got so much attention and finally Fox News put something out is because of social media and the different groups and the human trafficking advocates that have these Facebook groups and social media that were outraged because mainstream media was not picking it up. And, you know, that's a problem here in America. It's a problem with all these states' governments and even city governments. You know, and I keep saying, when's the last time people have started pressuring their city leadership from, you know, police chiefs, sheriffs, the governor, contacted their, their you know, uh, elected officials and asked them what's truly going on with human trafficking? Why? Are there not task force and major police departments? Why is there not even a regional task force in central Alabama? You know, there's a couple of them in North Alabama, but in the capital city, why don't we have a regional task force that's really combating and educating people and getting the message and word out? Because it's a problem that it seems like nobody wants to even bring up. And then you look at the numbers of these kids that who are just family rejected 46 percent of kids that don't even know what sexuality they are they're just thrown out and then they're 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 just pushed right into sex trafficking because they have nowhere to go they're lost and confused and people just it, it burns me up because people seems like they just don't care and you know i keep hearing from a lot of people that I talk to on a regular basis, we always bring up money. Well, people, money's the easy part. Getting money and funds and grants is the easy part. It's getting people together to do it. And, and human trafficking in America and even combating it globally, it's a all-in, hands-on-deck, 24-7 job. It never stops. Um the more you think you're educated, the more the traffickers are getting educated. Um, a lot of the traffickers are networking now on social media platforms, and they're basically watching what a lot of groups and people do to stop it and educate people because they're trying to get two steps ahead of us that are trying to stop it, that are trying to enforce it. But it's going to take everybody to get together to get this word out to get the message across, to figure out a, a, a common group such as a regional task force in Alabama to, to stop this because we need enforcement in Alabama that's stopping it. We, we're getting the word out on social media and we're, and we're doing boots on the ground and we're kind of grassrooting uh, the message but we need the help of the enforcement and there's no playbook right now. There's no rules. There's no, uh, set, um, I guess training, 
you know, it's not like going to an academy and learning how to do stuff and then kind of getting put out, hey, you know Alabama law, so here you are. You kind of going out, you know, you're a police officer, this is what you do. Human trafficking has a lot of moving parts, have a lot of agencies involved. Uh, you know, you, you're kind of with the city, state, county government, you know, on up to federal. You've got a lot of moving parts that you can use, but it seems like this people have so much pride or they just, they're acting like it just does not happen. And it does. I mean, it really does. And it's going on because sex sells. Sex is selling. People are buying it up because I think a lot of people have lost the moral compass in parenting. And I know that sounds like a broken record coming from me, but you got to really look outside the box and think about this and look at it at a different angle. If you look at our young junior high girl generations, they have no guidance whatsoever. I mean, look at the way they dress. And I bitch about it all the time because the parents are dressing like this. They're putting themselves out there basically for failure because there's no guidance. And the parents are not being responsible to teach this. Because I think it's a problem when you have junior high students that are prostituting. I think there's a huge problem in America when that starts happening. And I think I see now why a lot of 13-year-old girls are starting to date 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old boys. Because we don't have a moral compass. We don't. And when I say we, there's a lot of great parents out there. There's a lot of people doing the right thing. But... I'm just seeing a lot more of the bad, dark, negative things. And I think that's why I'm trying to get this message across to a lot of people. And I'm trying to be very blunt about it and not really sugarcoating a lot of stuff because I see a lot of different people that kind of get out here and they'll just give you half facts because they kind of want to sugar, sugar it up a little bit or water it down because if you think about the problems we have with human trafficking in America and think about parents that are selling their two-year-olds to be raped, nobody wants to talk about that. That like that's not happening in America. You know, they're not, they're not thinking that hell, this is happening everywhere in almost all the neighborhoods across the country. And it's, it's highly profitable. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars that street gangs can make per year on just selling girls for sex because we're in in a strange time in America and we're being blinded by news and what's really going on between the divide of Americans and a Republican Democratic um, presidential race, which everything's going to kind of get blamed on that. Uh, I know COVID, the COVID-19 epidemic thing is kind of uh, played itself out now. But yet we're still, it's still lingering on because it's a good way for businesses to kind of shut down and stop. And I think they're basically having a lot of this stuff cover up what's truly going on. And it's just a dirty sex business. And it's everywhere in America. It's on every website. You can go look for sex anywhere you want now because it's there. It's on TikTok. It's on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. Um twitter it's on and there's so many other social media outlets that you can find sex if you really want it 
And that's not even going to the, the escort websites. This is just in mainstream social media that we can get to every day from our phone. Because people don't know what to look for. And, and, it, and it's, it's out here, people. I'm telling you, it's out here. It's a problem. The red flags are up. And it's funny how the more kind of rocks you keep kicking, the more people kind of just that, like they just truly, truly don't want it to be enforced in Alabama. And that's really sad because we have such a problem with it. But then again, if you follow the money and look at all the money, you know, there's a lot of people that are corrupt. There, there's corruption everywhere in this world. But when you're dealing with human life and children and kids and confused kids and runaways, kids that are not wanted, and you're just going to leave them out here to be sold for sex, for somebody else to get the profit to where they're basically doing just to have somewhere to stay or something to eat. America, we truly have a problem. I have a huge problem with this. But combating it and enforcing it is the easy part also. It's going to take people. It's going to take commitment. It's going to take people that's wanting to do this, uh, you know, all in. And it's not a Monday through Friday, eight to five job. This is seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It never stops. And you people have to be 1 trillion percent committed to fighting this. That's why I'm so passionate about it. And I'm all in. And when I say all in, I mean, I'm all in for every child that's out there because I really had to deal with some things this week. And I started thinking about how um, you look at the um, LGBTQ youth and how sex trafficking plays such a big part in that that community. Those kids are humans too. And, and if you're going to be here wanting to send a message or protect our children, it has to be for everybody. Every human life you have to protect and you have to be obligated to do it. And I'm very obligated to it. That's why I had to do a lot of studying this week, a lot of studying. And when I found and started getting the numbers, I was completely blown away by it. I was completely blown away about how easy it is to recruit a young youth that's facing, uh, you know, uh, I guess their, their own sexuality uh, of who they are at an early age between 12 and 15. And what's so weird is like with me growing up at 12 for 15, hell, I wasn't thinking about sex, but now we live in such a crazy society and everything is just so fast and instant and computerized and you know, all the social media, everybody's on, on top of the bullying and you add sex to their young lives that they have no clue what's going on. I could see why so many kids are confused, but it takes leadership and parents and mentors and the neighborhoods, positive role models. And this costs nothing. This is not costing a dollar out of your pocket to do these things. And these people are, are, when I say that the traffickers, these people are exploiting these children every single day. And then I had a problem of seeing a lot of cases here in the Midwest this week where parents are selling their kids 
to pay the rent. They're selling their kids for debts. They're selling their kids for drugs. And I mean, 10 year old girls and Americans are not mad as hell over that. And you're not really, I mean, Americans are not getting mad over all this, but yet you're mad because of something that we truly don't have any control over. And that's a presidential race. They, yeah, they want you to get out and vote and that's great. But you're talking about politicians that have been doing this for 50 years and nothing in America's changed, but yet they move Maxwell around Epstein's little girlfriend. And it's funny because I put something out on Facebook last week. It's funny how all of a sudden she moved. I believe she moved to a different facility and all of a sudden these U S marshals task force are popping up everywhere in all these States. And they're making a huge move of kids finding missing kids because you can't run from the numbers, 800,000 missing kids every year in America. They're going somewhere. And then, you know, it's something that we've got to get together. And, you know, I, I say it just about on every show that until we want to get uncomfortable and human trafficking and labor trafficking, sex trafficking with kids, sexual abuse with children should make you so uncomfortable. You should get mad. You should be mad. You should be contacting your local law enforcement, uh, your people that you elect in your cities and counties and ask them, what are we doing to stop this? What are we doing to educate people? Because there's a lot of parents that have no clue what this even means. They see it and they're starting to see a lot of it on Facebook, but they truly don't understand what's going on. Um, and then we have to also get, we've got to start finding facilities for these kids. You know, I talk about it all the time, how mental health in our library systems are at the bottom of every state in the country. And now you have abused kids, abused women. You have all the mental health issues in America. Then you have the, uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, and we have no place for this. Then you talk about human trafficking survivors that we have to take care of. We have to find the medical. We have to, we have to do a lot for them that people don't even talk about. A lot of them have STDs that could have HIV AIDS, um, a lot of health and mental issues because, and then you, you have an educational problem because a lot of these girls and boys are picked up between 12 and 18. They've missed a lot of their school. So they're so far back behind other normal 18 year old kids. And that's a problem in America. You know, that is a huge problem and people have got to get together to do something about it. And if you see something, say something. You know, I put it on my page all the time. You know, if you, if you know something going on, or if you've heard something, contact somebody. And if you don't want to call the police, contact me. I'll be more than happy to, to figure it out, to, to find somebody to help, to get involved. Because that's what we're going to have to do. And people of Alabama, we've got to come up with a better solution of what we're doing from a law enforcement side. And I don't know if we need to contact our governor, which I'm starting to contact a lot of people because it's a problem and we should have our own state agency hotline 
because I thought about the different hotline numbers that we have. You know, if you have a problem here in, let's say, Montgomery, Tuscaloosa, Huntsville, Mobile, and you call an 800 number that could be in Washington or, you know, Virginia, it takes a lot of time because it's going to go from there back into Alabama to where if Alabama had one centralized location phone number and we put it out there, whether it, you know, it'd be state run through Aaliyah or private entity, we've got to get a, something going because we have to get information out to the citizens of Alabama and it should be a priority. This should be a priority over a lot of different things because it's such a problem. It's a global issue, a money issue, a moral issue. And it's just not fair to our kids. It's not fair to these children growing up. It's just not right. It is just not right. And people should want to do something. And it's going to take a lot of work from a different, a whole different group of organizations and people because this human trafficking thing and labor trafficking, it just, it don't affect just one group of people. It affects everybody boys, girls, whites, blacks, different, it, it don't matter. It affects everybody because sex is selling, selling's good in America, and it's a problem that's been covered up for years that nobody's wanting to, um, to combat. But that's something that's been on my mind for the past week, and I wanted to get on here and share it. Of course, if you have any information or need uh, something that deals with human trafficking, please inbox the show, inbox me on Facebook. I appreciate everybody that listens to our show, that pushes pushes our show, and uh, have a good week. we got a lot of new shows coming up, and I'll talk to you soon.